702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. All right, it's five minutes uh, before seven o'clock. Let's catch up now with news from the continent, Africa Wednesdays. Crystal Audison, a very good morning to you. Let's start with the peace talks. We've talked about uh, the conflict in the Tigray region of uh, Ethiopia. And of course, there were talks being hosted here in South Africa. And what's been interesting to observe is the almost blanket silence, right? Uh, The media blackout on what was achieved. Morning, Bongani. Absolutely. It's been so difficult. I have made contact with people, my old contacts in Ethiopia, here in South Africa, and it's really been shrouded in secrecy, which perhaps is a good thing because they always say if you're serious about peace talks, confidentiality is absolutely key. But what do we do now, Bongani? It started last Tuesday. It was supposed to be until Sunday. It's been um, extended until yesterday, according to insiders from the Tigray side. Um, what we know is on the table um, is one, an immediate ceasefire. And this was confirmed by the African Union, Musa Faki, who this weekend, when he spoke to the Americans, said an immediate ceasefire and access to humanitarian aid. We also know that from the Tigray side, they want a withdrawal of the foreign troops, which is the Eritrean troops, the enforcement of the rule of law uh, on the territory, and then the management, um, federal management of facilities such as the airport borders and others. Um, I think there might be an agreement definitely on the humanitarian aid, restoring basic services, um, achieving some level of transitional justice, um, but I do think the withdrawal of the foreign troops, that might be a tricky situation. Um, And so the negotiations have been led by the African Union, um, Olusujun Obasanjo, former Nigerian president, our own Pumzile Mamblo Nukuka, and then, of course, Kenyan president Uhuru Kenyatta. I think what we'll see, Pungani, in the next coming days, we'll have some sort of communique that outlines exactly the steps towards peace. But I think it was significant that South Africa was the host. It was the first time in more than 24 months that the parties were brought together. And one can only hope there will be a roadmap to peace uh, for Ethiopia. It is Africa's second largest country, Pungani. For many years, they had double-digit growth. They were the success story of Africa from an economic standpoint, from the socio-economic changes in the country, and that has all come to a standstill. And I think the reality is the country cannot afford a war anymore. All right, talking talking now about uh, next door, our neighbour Zimbabwe. Uh, Emerson Mnangagwa getting the nod from ZANU-PF to be their presidential candidate in next year's election. So what does that mean for Zimbabwe? More of the same? Yes, Pungani, you know, I, as you know, we do not speak a lot of Zimbabwe, in part because politically not much has changed. And I've covered Zimbabwe since 2000 and, uh, you know, just what's happening there, we, I, it's almost like we, we, more of the same. So, yes, so in this case, again, Manangagwa is the candidate for next year's election. Uh, that's going to be a big one. Um, everyone's talking that Nelson Chamisa's Citizens Coalition, you know, do they stand a chance? Um, I think that, you know, ZANU-PF with 
violence, with coercion is so entrenched, especially in the rural areas. It's going to be really difficult and we have seen um, and so Manangangwa saying that, look, of course, they are worried about the economic implosion. That will play a role in how perhaps people will vote, um, the, you know, the volatility of the currency um, and they still have the intelligence on the ground all over the country and they are getting reports that social upheaval is there because people are unable to survive. But I think the fact is that PF still has the political machinery, the elites are still in charge, they somehow have managed to still keep in, stay in power, Bungani. So honestly, I don't think there's much change on the horizon, you know. Not for Zimbabwe, not when our particular stance is that sanctions need to be lifted because of the pressure it's putting on us, when in fact... We won't put pressure on ZANU-PF and his despotic regime. Crystal Alderson, we'll leave it there for this morning's Africa Wednesday.